Hi, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine on this Sunday morning. Well, we all know how important the American Cancer Society is, and their big fundraiser is the Relay for Life, but obviously that's going to look a little different this year. And so with us is Nicole Light, American Cancer Society National Relay for Life Leadership Team Volunteer. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, Melissa. Well, thank you for being here. Let's talk a little bit about Relay for Life. The fact is, it's looking very different this year, isn't it? It is looking really different, and it's more important than ever because cancer doesn't know what a pandemic is, and it just keeps raging. Yeah, that is so true. I've got a friend of mine right now in Arizona going through chemo. And, you know, she posts updates on her fight all the time. And and you're so right. I mean, life doesn't really take a break just because we're in a pandemic. So tell me about the fact that the Relay for Life, what did it used to look like versus what does it look like now? Great question. So Relay for Life used to be an event where we'd often go overnight. We'd form teams with our friends and our family. We'd have a lot of fun raising money. And we'd create this campsite that was usually themed around whatever that year was. So we've seen everything from movies to sports and all sorts of different fun things. We'd stay up all night because cancer doesn't sleep. And we'd really celebrate the people who have survived cancer. We'd remember the people we lost to cancer. And we'd fight back by raising money. So in terms of a large festival going on in person and kind of a pop-up festival, if you will, we had built a really great tradition of doing that since 1985, and here we are in 2020 looking at a new option. I know. I can't tell you how many times I've kicked off different Relay for Life festivals, and yeah, they've been at track, you know, in field places, and they've been all over the place, but it was. It was always a big festival, but that is not the case this year. And right now we're in the middle of the virtual Relay for Life here in Denver. So what does that look like and what's going on? So we're really excited. We are really kicking that off. And people, we want it to still look the same as what I described in some ways. So we're encouraging people to gather with their friends, their family, their coworkers, whoever they want to really come together and to still have fun raising money for the American Cancer Society and to still even think about how they would decorate a web page maybe. And by the way, the American Cancer Society makes it really easy with their online fundraising. So you can send emails from the comfort of your home. I personally have fundraised this year. I let my significant other, um, if people donated enough money, I set out all my really expensive makeup on the counter, and I put his arms through the robe so he couldn't see what he was doing because his head was behind my back. Oh, no. And I let him put makeup on my face, (laughs) which obviously I would only do if there was a lot of money being raised for this organization. So I share that story because the sky is the limit to what you can think of and how you can leverage social media and how you can be really creative right now and still have a lot of fun and still take those parts that you loved about Relay for Life, like sharing a common goal Mm -hmm. with people you love and really translate it into a safe environment where we're still keeping all of our cancer survivors and our caregivers safe and we're channeling all of that passion. So people can go to it's acsengage.org 
backslash relay co for Colorado um, and and see all of the really cool details there and get even more involved. And if they're an employer, they could even sponsor the event um, and write a write a check to do that if they'd rather and let all of their customers and clients know that they support this cause. Well, and I, I've heard from so many 501c3s that right now it is more important than ever to be raising money because, yes, mm-hmm. we're in a pandemic and, and life is very different. But like you said, cancer is not taking a break. People are still being diagnosed every day. People are still going through chemo every single day and fighting this fight. Uh, tell me how how you have seen COVID-19 maybe affecting the cancer community. Great question. One of the things, there's a couple of things that are really unique about the cancer community, the American Cancer Society and COVID-19. First of all, the American Cancer Society has been the world's largest funder of cancer research, only second to the United States government. And several years ago, they launched uh, Cancer Prevention Study 3. And people across the country signed up and they've been tracking their nutrition Uh, their steps, their physical activity, all sorts of different things, cancer diagnosis rates. So it's this large study that they were gathering all the data to really help us figure out how our food and nutrition will impact whether we get cancer, the likelihood of it. Mm -hmm. Well, they were able to pivot almost overnight and now take that data with consent, of course, and apply it to who's getting COVID. Interesting. And figure out, yeah, so... They're doing a lot more in terms of just than just fighting cancer. The other interesting thing was across the country, there are places called Hope Lodges. These are places where cancer survivors and their and a family member can stay while they're receiving treatment, and it's not at a cost to them. And obviously, we really wanted to protect that high-risk group of people. So we had to make an incredibly difficult decision to take a pause in offering that service. But with every door that we closed, we try to open something else, and we, we pivoted and we opened it up to frontline workers to stay. Oh, that's so, wonderful. Yeah. So they've done a lot of really cool things, but beyond that, you know, for somebody sitting right here listening listening to us here in Colorado, one of the best resources that they've always had is our 1-800 number, and it's available 24-7. So it's for cancer patients, caregivers, loved ones, really anybody with questions about cancer, or maybe they want to know what resources are in their community, or even a, a podcast to listen to that's research-based, mm-hmm. whatever the case is. They can call. Well, they also saw that as an opportunity to really offer live chat and video conferencing specific to COVID-19, to offer articles for patients and caregivers at the same time. So they've got the 1-800 number, the 1-800-227-2345, but they also have cancer.org where people can go to do the live chat. So I am incredibly proud of, in the world of COVID-19 and how it impacts our, our cancer journey, the American Cancer Society was really intuitive in what they were able to provide. 
I was going to say, you use the word pivot, and, and that's exactly what it sounds like you did, is it was like, okay, our needs are changing a little bit. So how do we, mm-hmm. you know, pivot to meet the needs of our people, to meet the needs of the community, and yet address what's going on as a world and, you know, as a whole? Yeah, absolutely. And the, the bottom line is, you know, even here in Colorado, we know that in 2020, we think there will be about 27,290 Colorado residents diagnosed with cancer. So that's not going to that's not going to stop or slow down and figuring out what medical research they could use to help those people and even just being a supportive ear for the caregiver calling in that's under the stress of treatment looks different. You know, what how we check in at the hospital looks different. Mm-hmm. And the the food we have access to is different. Okay, so how do you work with that? And how do you ease somebody's mind when there's already a ton of stress? So it's been, it's, I'm so fortunate to volunteer for this organization because every, every time they do something, I'm like, I love this organization even more and am so fortunate to get to fundraise and help even with there are 16 multi-year cancer research grants in Colorado right now that total $9.2 million. So whatever they are doing in terms of offering resources, I feel so fortunate to get to be a part of offering that with every single donation I I find, collect, (laughs) work out, whatever it looks like. I'm so thrilled to do that. Well, I think I, I love your enthusiasm for the American Cancer Society. Um, for folks, I think so many of us, I mean, we just know that name, American Cancer Society. Mm-hmm. But tell me some of the things that the American Cancer Society does and that the money for Relay for Life is going to fund. I mean, you talked about research. That is a huge part of it. Yeah. Research is one of my favorite things that they do, by the way, because I grew up in rural Montana. I've been in Colorado for 16 years now, but growing up in another state that didn't have the same resources we have in Colorado, Mm -hmm. sometimes you kind of felt like you were on an island. And it was interesting when I moved to Colorado, there are still parts of this state that are very rural. And what people experience when they're diagnosed with cancer looks different in rural communities. And one of the ways that we can really have an impact on that is actually through cancer research. So things like tamoxifen, which is a, a common prescription drug, um, the colonoscopy, I'm sure everybody's heard about that, right. uh, the pap smear, mammography, um, the propagene for breast cancer, all of those came out of American Cancer Society research funding. So they're really doing a lot in the community, whether it's an urban area or rural, so that research money impacts everyone. It's not just for people in a specific community. So it's really a way to spread that love. But beyond the research, um, we have Reach to Recovery, which is currently phone-based. And it's a one-on-one support program that links new breast cancer patients with survivors who have had a similar diagnosis and treatment plan. So you really have somebody who's been through the trenches that can cheer them on, who can say, yeah, that day was really hard. We've been there. You'll get through it. Um, But they've got ongoing support groups through their Cancer Survivors Network. I love that. That is so huge and so important because nobody else probably gets that journey like a cancer Mm -hmm. survivor. Right. And I think that the way it 
the way that breast cancer has evolved is incredible. And the way technology has evolved in the medical field is incredibly fascinating. And for somebody, I think even if they were diagnosed a long time ago, to talk to somebody newly diagnosed, not only is it incredibly humbling, Mm -hmm. but it also, I think, helps some of the people who are newer diagnosed also realize what, what's similar and where we've gone leaps and bounds. And that can really be a source of hope, too. Well, the Relay for Life is virtual this year. It's going on right now here in Colorado. When does that come to an end, Nicole? So when does that come to I want to say fundraising for the American Cancer Society never comes to an end. Well, true. Um, that That is very <laughs> true. And I know the Relay for Life was two months long. It just started end of June, I believe. Yes, but the real the real date you're looking for here is August seventh. Okay, but we're trying to really push to um, to make the biggest impact we can between now and then. So even if you've got a, a dollar or way more than that, or your friends, you can come together and help with that. Every single penny counts right now. Absolutely. And do you have like a fundraising goal that we can help you meet? Um. So. I don't have the exact, off the top of my head, I don't have the exact overall fundraising goal for the event. Um, We're just really, you know, like, have you ever gone to a spaghetti dinner and it's a free will offering and you always end up raising far more than if you told people it's going to be $5 for Mm -hmm. this plate? Yep. Yeah, that is so true. (laughs) I was going to say, I saw, I think, the $20,000 number online, and I thought, man, it would be so great to, like, triple or quadruple that number, because, like you said, the need is not going away. Absolutely. You are spot on right there. All right. And for folks that want to sign up and donate, maybe just make a one-time donation or do something creative, uh, where do they go? What is that website again? Okay. So that website is acsengage.org backslash Relay Co. So easier to probably maybe say it is it stands for American Cancer Society, engage.org backslash Relay CO like Colorado. All right. And we'll make sure and put that website up as well on this podcast by going to the station's website. Well, Nicole Light with the American Cancer Society, thank you so much for being here. You've given some great information and hopefully a lot of encouragement for people to get involved and definitely make a donation to the American Cancer Society. Thank you, Melissa. And I'm wishing the best for your friend. And please feel free to share resources with her as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today, sharing your story and your inspiration. And it was so exciting to talk to you. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. And for more information on the American Cancer Society and the virtual Relay for Life that is going on right now, visit the station website. We'll have all the information and the links up that we talked about. Go out, have a blessed day and be kind.